With my paperwork squared away, it was time to get monitored even more frequently than normal and order my medication to start my IVF retrieval cycle. The goal of a retrieval is to harvest as many mature eggs as possible from the woman's ovaries. Harvesting many eggs maximizes the chances one of the eggs can be fertilized and planted back into the uterus and become a healthy baby. Because the natural female reproductive cycle is incredibly complex, ovarian stimulation is also a complicated process. Within a woman's ovaries are hundreds of thousands of ovarian follicles, each of which contains an oocyte, an immature egg cell. During each menstrual cycle, several follicles begin to develop, each capable of releasing a mature egg during ovulation. Normally, a single one of these, called the dominant follicle, will grow faster than the others. A dominant follicle that is ready to ovulate is about 18 to 28 millimeters in diameter. The dominant follicle releases an egg during ovulation at the midpoint of the menstrual cycle. If a woman isn't pregnant, she will normally have her period around 14 days after ovulation. In an IVF cycle, you maximize your chances of success by generating as many mature eggs as possible. The stimulation phase involves the injection of medications for 8 to 14 days to induce the ovaries to produce many eggs. The stimulation phase takes longer if your follicles are slower to mature. The medications stimulate and are derived from two key hormones, follicle-stimulating hormone, FSH, and luteinizing hormone, LH. FSH stimulates follicles to develop during the menstrual cycle. Normally, non-dominant follicles die off before ovulation as FSH levels fall. FSH injections maintain higher levels of FSH in the body, allowing the ovaries to produce more mature eggs and the dominant follicle, the non-dominant follicles, are not dying off like they would naturally. Just before ovulation, higher levels of estrogen trigger a spike in LH, which causes ovulation. A trigger shot of a large dose of HCG, which is a hormone that is nat naturally produced by the placenta during pregnancy, is injected to stimulate ovulation. After ovarian stimulation, but before ovulation, comes the egg retrieval phase of IVF. That all sounds like a lot probably to people who don't understand the process and that is completely normal <laughs> like i said it is a process it is something that may be difficult to understand it's hard for me to explain it to others it was hard for me to learn exactly what was going on with my body um the process is just extremely intricate and a minor problem could force the process to be restarted next cycle and that is extremely frustrating and discouraging to the women going through it. An IVF cycle can be stressful, especially when you're going through it for the first time. But at the same time, this phase of treatment can be a time of great hope and expectation. IVF medications are often complicated and can be overwhelming as they are self-administered and doses change frequently. 
at one of my appointments, they gave me a super quick rundown of the medication that I would be using. For people that are very nervous or afraid of needles, they may explain it more in detail, but for me, it was explained to me in literally a minute, maybe two. Essentially, she grabbed a insulin needle and said, this is one of the needles you'd be using frequently. It goes in at a 90 degree angle, pinch your stomach, inject. She also showed me my Folliston pen, which is a bit more complicated. She told me how to turn the pen if I accidentally turn it too far or go over the amount I needed. I would just continue to turn it all the way and it would reset. And she told me to push a little bit of the medication out before I inject it. And same thing, it goes in a 90 degree angle, pinch your stomach, inject, and that was it. That was how fast she went through it. Everything that I learned to be able to be confident enough to do it myself and to know that I'm doing it correctly was by my own research. Um, these doctors are incredibly busy, so it's hard for them to sit with you and hold your hand and, you know, be there when you give your first injection to make sure you're doing it right. That, that They don't have the time for that. They're helping too many different people. So they literally show you how to do it. If you have questions, you can 100% reach out to them. But most people are able to listen to what they say, also do some research themselves at home, and be able to do it without questions. For my medication, I had to go through a, a specialty pharmacy, and they ship the medicine directly to you in like a huge box. Since the medication needs to be cold, they come in like a little cooler with ice. And because you need to begin injections at a very specific time in your cycle, I tried to have my medications delivered to me early just to be safe that I would have them on time. And the pharmacy told me no. They said that it would 100% be delivered the day before I needed it and that their job is to deliver medication on time. That is what they do. I got all of my medication ordered to be delivered to me on a specific date, and my medication ended up being late. They wouldn't let me schedule to deliver it early, but it ended up being late. Go figure. I had to play phone tag. I eventually spoke to the pharmacist. Not only did they send the medication late, but not all of my medication was in the box. I was missing more than half of the medication that I needed, and I needed to start, like, three days beforehand. My doctors were completely pissed off. I called the pharmacy a million times. Again, the pharmacist was confused about how I could have gotten an incomplete order. They paid a private courier to drive my medication from Pittsburgh to my house ASAP, and my medication ended up being delivered at like 2 a.m. I get a call from a guy saying, I'm outside with your package. I'm half asleep. I'm like, what is going on? I almost had to wait until my next cycle to start my IVF egg retrieval cycle, which wouldn't be good for me because the time constraint with my insurance. But thankfully, I was able to start a few days late. Um, where I wasn't in, in my cycle, they determined that it would be okay for me to start. I was super stressed about getting the medication in and not having my cycle canceled and then when I got the medication, I was nervous to do that first injection. I didn't think I'd be that nervous, but when I drew the medication, I got everything ready. I iced my stomach. I cleansed the injection site beforehand with an alcohol prep pad. 
I looked down, pinched my stomach, got ready to inject, and my hands started shaking. (laughs) I just got so nervous, and I just kept staring at my shaking hand and my stomach for like two full minutes. My husband was in the background like, just do it already. And in my head, I'm like, do you want to do it? Do you want to stab yourself? And then eventually, I just did it. And it was not that bad. It wasn't bad at all, actually. I was like, wow, that's what I was nervous for? Like, it was barely a pinch. Because I had iced my stomach, it was literally barely a pinch. Um, After that initial injection, I just got way more confident and was able to do all of my injections way easier. I was injecting myself daily with low-dose HCG and Folistim with my Folistim pen. Even though I was taking two medications, I had to inject myself three times a day because I was on a high dose of the Folistim. There wasn't enough medication in one little vial, so I had to inject myself two different times um, to get that full amount that I needed, plus once with the HCG. Both medications are refrigerated, but the Folistim burns when injected, so I tried to warm it in my hands before using it. Um, The pen's also annoying just because it clicks. So when you're trying to inject yourself, it's going click, 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 click. It's just not smooth. It doesn't glide like the insulin needle. So that one was just a pain because of the burning and the clicking. I administered all of my injections myself. Some women choose to have their husbands, wives, mothers, friends, etc. administer it for them, but I liked controlling it myself. When taking the medications to stimulate my ovaries, I had to go to the doctor every other day for blood work and ultrasounds to see how I was responding to the medications. Going to those appointments is imperative. You can't miss them. Since every woman is different, you have to be evaluated to see how you're responding to the medication and then your dose is re-evaluated on a day-to-day basis. My doctor would call me with my new amount to inject and I would follow it. The most common symptoms from the meds include headache, feeling restless or irritable, bloating, lots of bloating, weight gain, depression, feeling tired or fatigued, breast tenderness or swelling, injection site reactions, uh, nausea, dizziness, stomach pain, pelvic pain, numbness or tingling feeling, acne, sore throat, stuffy nose. I felt all of those symptoms off and on. But my main ones that I felt constantly without a break was the fatigue, nausea, bloating, weight gain, breast tenderness. If you remember with my endometriosis and stuff like that, I normally feel fatigue, nauseous, bloating. So those were worsened with the medication. Um, Those three symptoms are just three symptoms that I feel with a lot of medication because it just worsens symptoms that are already there. But I also did feel, I did gain weight. I, my breasts were, you know, sore. Like when, if you have ever been pregnant during early pregnancy, I have been pregnant several times. It felt like early pregnancy when your breasts get sore. And then I did feel all the other symptoms that I listed as well, but those were off and on. So... I didn't have to deal with them as often, but I still was dealing with them, and that is a lot to go through. At each appointment, they measure your follicles to see how they're growing. 
At my day five appointment of taking the IVF meds, I was told that my endometriosis was already growing back. Two months after surgery that I still wasn't completely healed from, it was growing back already. That bitch endometriosis is aggressive and relentless. I was surprised to hear the news that my endometriosis was growing back after only two months. You know, the doctor told me that for most people, it'll grow back within six months, but you can take medication to suppress it. And mine was growing back in two. So I didn't feel great about that. My doctor said that they'd be able to drain endometriosis cysts while doing the retrieval. So at least that made me feel better that they should be able to get in there and hopefully drain the cyst out. I also learned that my right ovary had only three follicles and they were measuring very small. That was not good news. It was actually terrible news. At the point that I was at, I should have had at least 10 follicles on one ovary. And I only had three and they were all small. You want them to be larger, at least larger than 10 millimeters and mine weren't even close. So I was upset. My doctor was upset too. Um, She moved to my left ovary expecting about the same amount in size. And I had 11, 11 follicles on that side and a few of them were measuring at a good size. So we saw light at the end of the tunnel. There was still hope for me. If both of my ovaries would have been like my right ovary, then I may have needed to cancel my cycle and restart. But because that left ovary was holding it down, I was able to continue. Um, Basically, my right side was like a smoker, a drunk, a couch potato, had no job, a procrastinator. And my left side ate healthy, worked out, went to Harvard, got a 401k, you know. (laughs) But it was good that at least my left side was carrying it. It was carrying it and there was some larger follicles on that side. And I was hoping that I could still get some good results from my egg retrieval. About a week to a week and a half um, of using the IVF medications, it was time to incorporate another drug, Ganarelix. When your follicles begin to look ready for harvesting, Ganarelix will prevent ovulation so that you do not ovulate prematurely before the doctor is able to collect the eggs. For four to six days, you will incorporate the Ganarelix, which is also an injection, in with the normal IVF drugs. I hated taking this one because the needle is dull, so it's harder to pierce your skin with. Um, It didn't hurt going in. Um, Literally the biggest pain was that the the needle was just not sharp, so it's just harder to pierce your skin. Um, It's imperative that you take your Ganarelix injections at the same exact time every morning or you may risk ovulating and ruining your cycle. So if you started, you started your first one at 8 a.m., you have to make sure you are awake to take that injection at 8 a.m. on the dot every single day. If you know you're not going to be at home, you need to bring that injection with you. So when that time hits, you can take your injection. 
I was nervous about being late on my Ganorelic shot. At one point, I did forget to bring my Ganorelic shot with me to one of my appointments an hour and 40 minutes away. But they thankfully had one for me to use and then I replaced it with one of mine at the next appointment. So I was saved there. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot it. I got ready to leave. I had it sitting like on my counter ready for me to grab and I forgot it. Um, I was dealing with a lot of side effects. I was dealing with like brain fog and fatigue and all these other things. So that could have contributed to me forgetting to bring my relics, even though it was extremely important and with my IVF stuff I'm very OCD because I want to ensure I am doing everything the right way I don't want to mess my cycle up at all there are a lot of women that I am like in contact with on IVF support groups and so many of them mess their cycles up by taking the wrong dose or accidentally injecting the wrong medicine or doing this or that or forgetting this or that so I'm very OCD with it I keep several calendars not just one I keep several I have a nice um like organized area for my medication and I just double check everything um meanwhile during all of my injections and I'm all bruised up and I'm feeling all these side effects and I am my stomach is so swollen um, and bloated and I'm just feeling sore everywhere like just not feeling the greatest I was planning a small housewarming party with my family at my house in Chester County but I ended up having to go to another appointment so on the day of my housewarming party I drove an hour and 40 minutes to Bethlehem only to find out that they were closed and I was supposed to go to the Philly location but no one told me that and I had to drive all the way to Philly was late to my appointment then drove back home and made it just in time for the party most people stim for about nine days I ended up stimming for 13 days before I was instructed to take my trigger shot. The trigger shot is a bigger needle. Um, I was nervous to use that bigger needle. <laughs> At first, it was not piercing through my skin and I was getting nervous. With the tiny insulin needles, you don't have to apply much pressure. They just go right in. I was getting nervous because I have to take that injection at the exact time that they tell me to but it wasn't going through, but eventually I pushed through, it was able to go in and I was able to get it done in time. During stims and the whole IVF retrieval process, it can be very nerve wracking and intimidating for some women because there is no guarantee on how your body will respond to the medication and there's not much you can do about it. only thing you can really do is take your medication as instructed and go to your appointments and hope for the best possible outcome but there's still not much you can do the next morning after taking my trigger shot I had to be up bright and early to take a second trigger shot I'm not a morning person but I woke up very energized and happy and excited. I was just excited to get this second trigger shot and get closer to my retrieval day. Um, I was 
excited that I was about to have embryos. I just felt a lot of hope and positivity wave over me. This was the beginning. The beginning of me having a baby. Like This was happening. Joy. Anticipation. Good things were coming. 